There's trouble brewing out in front of the saloon. Hey, they're gonna fight me, Jill. Look at them. They're about to draw. I fired point blank. Watch this. Welcome to Crappy Anime Showdown. I am your referee, host, and love expert, MD, Mike. That's right, both a love expert and a doctor. Amazing, I know. Um, today, I am joined by a half-man, half-mer, all-freaky, JW, and uh, the world record holder for one-star dates, currently at 1,246. Ethan, welcome, guys. That's me. That's you. Uh, I'm very impressive. <laughs> In case you're new, this podcast is dedicated to pitting garbage anime against each other to see which is most deplorable while still being entertaining enough to watch. Today, we have Ethan defending Monster Girl Doctor, and he will be going up against JW, who will be defending Rent-A-Girlfriend. As always, I hope you brought your A-game. Gentlemen, uh, your quick two-second takes on the two animes. How did you enjoy them? This was a very interesting week. I also have the same level of excitement as my compadre. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I actually am excited to talk about uh, Rent a Girlfriend because it is genuinely interesting to talk about. Well, we yeah, well, I'm excited to talk about Monster Girl. No, you're not. Doctor. All right, well, there's good. There's nothing interesting in that fucking. No, there's plenty. <laughs> oh, yes, I mean, of course! <laughs> Well, JW, since you were so excited, Ethan, why don't you leave us off with the synopsis of Monster Girl Doctor? That's right. I subverted your expectations. Man, you really threw us for a loop there. I got him. I got him, kids. Anyway, episodes one, two, and three of Monster Girl Doctor. Give us a synopsis, buddy. What happens? All right. Super high level. There's a Monster Girl Doctor. Oh, I'm sorry. What? What? Yeah, fucking weird. I don't understand. This is completely out of left field. Explain more. So... What's wild, too, is that, like, I don't think he's actually treated a male monster yet, right? It's only no, ever been women. Uh, okay, so here's the thing. You don't see him treating a male monster, but it is implied that he's not sexist because of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because it, it's, of the not, arena. It's, not like, it's not like males don't exist. It's yeah. just they don't ever seem to get sick. Well, males just don't exist <laughs> they on don't, screen. They don't have breasts. So there's no True. point in showing them getting checkup. Exactly, exactly. Like, why would anyone do that? Yeah. It's my question. Like, why bother? Yeah, what's the point? So, anyway, uh, he goes to this real big city to, uh, he and this Lamia that he works with. The Lamia apparently is also a doctor, but she acts like a nurse pretty much constantly. Mm -hmm. I mean, she's um, a nurse. No, no well, I think she she's literally she a doctor. She said she was a doctor. I think what she said was she was trained as a doctor, which is I, basically I, just I, being a nurse. I'm just going to call her a doctor. For I'm some not going to call her like incompetent by any means because she clearly <laughs> knows what she's doing. It's just one of those things where it's like, what are you? I really think doing? she's a doctor that has taken the administrative nurse role. Yeah, no, certainly. She's definitely. Like, so I think I think she has has put herself in the second. Like, I'm not going to take her medical degree away from her. I think she just put herself in that secondary oh, role to run the doctor's office. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, instead yeah. of being the doctor that he is, she's like, all right, well, I'll take care of everything else, I guess. And so that's what she's right. doing. So anyway, you have the Lamia, 
You have the human male that is the monster girl doctor. His name is Glenn. What a okay. great name for a doctor. He has a name, and that's Glenn. exciting to find out. <laughs> um, so, um, anyway, they're going to head off to this like really big uh, arena to basically make sure everyone's healthy at the arena. They're getting called there because his mentor, Doctor, and I shit you not, Cthulhu. Yeah, because she's a an octopus lady. Correct. Mm-hmm. I heard it, and I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> I know where this is going already. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so they head over to uh, this arena, and uh, turns out the Lamia and him are childhood friends. Um, the mm-hmm. Clearly, the Lamia like, is in love with him on some level. Mm-hmm. Um, they are taking care of these centaurs, the one princess centaur, and by princess I mean inheritor of like a company or something. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really matter. Like a trading company, like because they're centaurs, I think is what was implied. Like a transportation company or something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, like I think you remember when he was in the carriage. I think it was in the first episode, and that centaur was like getting him there, and he was like, "Hey, take care of our princess." I think that's literally what they do: is they're centaurs that pull carriages. They're like rickshaw people. You know, people that yeah, I think you're right. And cities. I think that's just essentially what they do. I think you're right. Um, personally, I enjoyed the uh, centaur that you see probably within like the first minute that does like a three point turn after delivering a message to his door. <laughs> that was fucking great. Like that was the moment when I knew I was like going to watch something pretty fun. Because <laughs> like I don't even know how they would turn, but it's not a K turn. I'll tell you that. No, it's a K turn. Clearly, you didn't know, and this proves it. K turn. Hmm. My bad. All right. So anyway, he's a uh, making sure the princess centaur is healthy and she's healthy, but her friends are like, Hey, she hasn't won a match in like a long time in the arena. Like, you know, what gives? And, uh, he eventually puts two and two together to find out that her hooves haven't been ever like given like a, a damn it. What's it called? A horseshoe. Yeah. And she's like terrified of it. Uh, this enters in the fun part of this anime where the patient says over and over and over again that they do not want the doctor to touch them in any capacity. <laughs> and the doctor completely yeah. ignores her. And the doctor and goes, goes through Hippocratic, yeah. Hippocratic oath my butt. Yeah, we get a, we get a strong ass fucking. <laughs> fucking what? I, it, it's just one of those things where. <laughs> like, he literally lost himself. I, no, no, no. It, it's... <laughs> Look, it's a strong start in the sense that what we see is what we're clearly going to get. Like, there is no there is no pretense here of being a real doctor. It's just I want to touch the snake. Can I can I touch the snake? No, he doesn't touch the snake very much. Oh, whatever. You know what I mean? I want to touch the monster. I want to touch the cow tits. I want to touch. Let me touch. Well, I wait, wait, hold on. Credit where it's due. I mean, this anime is shit, and that's what we're talking about. Credit where it's like... due. He literally takes her heartbeat by putting his. I know. Bone I know. Yeah. That is flat out unabashedly wrong. No, no, no. Here's the thing. I think that the people that made this show literally think they did a good job for doctors everywhere. I bet they fucking do. So, like, this show takes itself, relatively speaking, seriously. Like, it clearly knows that it's setting up, like, Reverse Harem, and it's setting up, like, you know... And it knows know, it's a Monster Girl anime, and, but yeah, it all, knows all those things, things considered, it's it's trying to be... This is the kind of show that shows up on a Gigguk list, list, and it, it honestly might have already, and I don't remember. Like, this is the kind of show that shows up on a Gigguk list, and he'll make a comment, like, you know, you know what you're getting into, 
But you know, it, it ended up having a, a really good story, and you end up caring about the MC. No, I, I, sure, but no, I know, I know. It's like he, he they, they, the, they treat the, like the writers treat the MC as if he is a like very good character. Yeah, he's a genuine his best. person that people should like. He's trying yeah. his no, best. I, not a pseudo intellectual rapist who. Not a man that him. walked into a room, put on a lab coat, and everybody just assumed he was a doctor because of that. Yeah, he's like a doctor from Catch Me If You Can. He's like, well, I know horses get horseshoes, so this is what we're my, doing. You know what? B before you continue, my favorite line came from the first uh, episode, and it was when they're talking about the matches, which they never really clearly go into what they're for or what they do or what's, you know, it's just anything about it. But he, to be honest, I'm glad they didn't. He's sitting on. there pondering, and he's like, so the princess's yeah. main attack is she... <laughs> is she dashes forward real quick, and then attacks. That's <laughs> like, that's her special attack. She runs yeah. real fast in it and hits you. Wow. I didn't see what that else, one What else could it be? <laughs> what else could it be, sir? Well, you know, for the record, I don't even know if, like, the artists know, because did you notice how, like, she went tilting? Like, when she was practicing her tilting with a lance, did you guys notice that she didn't follow through in the slightest? She sort of no. just stopped on a dime. Yep. Yeah. Like, uh, look, I don't expect people who make anime to know anything about fucking lance fighting either. Like, look, I get it. I get it. The, this, is, this is garbage. It's set out to be garbage. The only thing you ever wanted for this is to see the doctor touch the monster girl and have him go, ooh, ooh, don't touch me there. That's fucking rape. And boy, and boy and go, that happens Don't worry, I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> Which I can't stress enough how undoctor-like that is. Uh, please don't touch me there. what doctors do. Here's no, no, the no. fun please thing, Please don't touch me there. Uh, I'm a doctor. No, 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 no Glenn doesn't even say it though i'm a doctor like the lamia says it for him yeah for instance basically. in episode one when the two centaur friends like the princess's friends are holding her in place so that she mm -hmm. can get shod which yeah. like okay cool bruh uh, oh, she also, starts... I, we'll talk about that in a minute but he does that terribly wrong that is not how you add a fucking uh thing horseshoe yeah i didn't know i figured that it was probably wrong but i have no idea but uh, anyway, she's being held in place by her centaur sisters, friends, don't care. Uh, they are her attendants. Still don't care. But um, both. I'm just being accurate. Thank you. But anyway, <laughs> as she's being held in place, the Lamia decides that she is too loud and too, like, pervy because oh. as, as, like, the doctor's touching her feet, not only is she saying, please, absolutely do not touch me unequivocally, I'm not okay with this, she's also moaning. So the Lamia wraps her entire body around the centaur and ends with just stuffing the tail of the Lamia into the mouth of the centaur. And it's just Dude, like, and she literally says, we're going to need a little quiet now or something like that. Yeah, it's fucked up. It's some serious messed up shit. So that's, that's episode one. Um, I forgot to mention because it literally doesn't matter. Um, episode one also establishes that there was a war between monsters and humans, and eventually the war went on so long and so many people died that no one remembered why it happened. Okay, yeah, that's not I, how war I, I'm works, pretty but... sure that's just supposed to be one of those like, oh, you know, people used to be violent. Like I, I can just hear. So look, look, look. People, people who love to defend dog shit like this, like they tend to take a very "I'm a lover, not a fighter" stance. You know what I mean? Like, they'll try to tell you that, you know, if everybody just wanted to fuck the, all the snakes of the world, like, there wouldn't be any point. problems. 
And I'm I'm sensing a lot of that coming through in this like opening where it's like, oh, um, yeah, people used to go to war, but nobody goes to war anymore. Why? Because we all just want to get freaky, dude. We're all just lovers. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's and, not like the world's problems can just be summed up by, well, I mean, maybe I just don't want to fight anymore. I just want to fuck. But no, on, 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 so. on the opposite side of that coin, but not really the opposite side, because I completely agree with you. Uh, I did enjoy that they said all that stuff, and then it became completely irrelevant besides the fact that monsters and humans get along now. Like it kind of, you know how a lot of anime start with like this big, long, drawn out, like a thousand years ago, the angels and the demons were attacking each other. And then that's like the whole story. This just like people were fighting and now they're, you know, not fighting anymore. I'm wink, starting to wink. think. I'm and then they just that... blew it. So I'm at least appreciative I didn't have to deal with more than what I was just expecting Agreed. from this anime. I, I do agree yeah. with that. Like, thankfully, they didn't overwhelm us with it. Thankfully, yeah, but that's yeah, that's the end of it. Like, it, it yeah. happens and it's done. Yeah. Well, so I think it's only to set up episode two because episode two is where you get the the story behind how the Lamia was moved. She was taken prisoner and then she yeah, was what? put into Glenn's house under weird... like house arrest. Yeah, and what um, a weird subplot. It, it's one of those things that like. I'm I'm pretty convinced that that's the only reason why there was a war, or maybe so that like some neoliberal boss can be like, "Look, everyone's getting along. Racism is over." Like that might also be a thing that's happening. Don't ask hey, me listen, what that accent was. Listen, I don't know what using it was. your kid as collateral in a political thing sounds like a neat idea, but this would just like have my snake daughter and she'll fall in love with your son, but then we'll take them apart and we don't yeah. know why. Well, I mean, I can hear political prisoners that are like kids at the beginning. Like I get that. I don't think this story needed it at all. No, and it just no, objectively not at made all. it worse. Yeah. It was just um, thrown in there. I was like, I don't need any of that. So yeah, anyway, cut back to them at, um, <laughs> cut back to them in the big city after the arena fights are all done. We moved on. They're in this giant city. It's the only city where all the monsters and all the humans all get along now, like perfectly. And the entire city is built around that idea. It's called Lindworm. Mm -hmm. That is a dumb name, yep. but okay. Anyway, yeah. so it's a city with like a bunch of gondolas and like rivers instead of streets. So that way, mer people and other people like that will be able to swim around and be able to like traverse too, right? So this was actually kind of like a neat little thing that like I just thought was fun that they didn't introduce mermaids as like the gondola drivers at first. They introduced like just random people, humans, whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. as gondola like drivers. And then it went into the deep water and like the humans <laughs> like, OK, that's it for me. I'm going to hop he just, off. He just yeeted his <laughs> he just yeeted his oar to the side. I was like, where is he going? He's like, all right, that's it for me. And I was like, <laughs> what is happening? And then yeah, the merman took was... over. I was like, oh, OK. All right. That well, that's was, a good that some strange shit. It was but a it was, weird scene. But it, it was a good transition of, that was not yeah. explained, just shown to me. You know, it just, it, it just happened. Yes. Like, okay. Not even a joke. That is the closest thing to world building that this show gets. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and like, that is true. And, like, here's yeah. the thing. I mean, if that wasn't if this was in a show that was competent, that would be a nice little detail yeah, to actually a, build out the idea that this is a, a city built for everyone. Right, like right. everyone has, like this could part be of the doing city this. It's specifically built for people in water, so that they can, you know, still have, you know, connections with the people on land. Yeah, you know, like they just basically took Venice and made it, you know, a possible thing. Remember, yeah, that's cool, fine, sure. Whatever. Yeah, it was neat. But, uh, then... Anyway, <laughs> not not that important. I just want to point it out yeah, so yeah. that some I, random artist I gets like my kudos. Also, also like that scene. So I'm with you, Ethan. So. 
Anywho, uh, they run into a mermaid that um, she she showed up earlier in the episode where basically you see two characters that are going to show up later in the episode. There are two characters, one that looks like basically Frankenstein's monster, a flesh golem, mm-hmm. and then one that is a female dragon lady type deal. And they look over a bridge and see this merwoman. And that's like the end. That's like the flash that happens in the beginning episode two. Well, now you meet this merwoman. The other two ladies aren't around, but the merwoman is. Mm-hmm. And they, uh, the Lamia and Glenn are talking to this merwoman and she's like, I'll sing for you because she's like a siren too, I guess I'll sing for you, but like, give me money essentially. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, and, uh, that's fine. So, she also I just want to point this out real quick. She she says that like the bridge she's standing next to during the war, a mermaid and a human <laughs> fell in love and they jumped they off the bridge suicide. to commit suicide. <laughs> but like they they didn't like that's they never said there wasn't water below. Yeah, like no the, the bridge is not that high. Like no, I mean I could jump off of that. Off the it's yeah. So So like what? Like hey, and they did it's not Lover's Bridge. Shut up. Yep, yeah, 100% that. <laughs> that was clearly one of those just, like, super Japanese things. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I, it was I don't, I don't know what else to call that. So they listen to her song for a bit, um, and then uh, he's like, I will give you money, but I don't have enough to give you for two songs. I will also pay you with giving you an examination, which is not how any of this works. Yeah. Um, (laughs) It's also weird because it's like, I'm going to touch you now. So like I'm paying you by me touching you, (laughs) but okay. So anyway, he notices that like her throat is red or something like that. And he just like basically starts fingering her gills to understand why straight up fingers her gills. Yeah. If any of you have seen the boys, it's exactly like that scene in the boys. It's like, it's weird that I had to watch that exact scene twice in one week. I just don't. With two he, different shows. He just, just with the with the correct two fingers, just gets up there, and then it comes out ooey gooey. And I was like, you got to be like, you're not even trying to hide what you're no. trying to show. Like, it's just such a. And she moans the whole way through. Oh, my God. Which yeah. was nice. Well, you know, while the nurse great. lady just holds on and says, just hold on a little longer. It's going to be okay. He's almost done. Yeah, he's almost know. finished. He's, all, he's almost got his rocks off. <laughs> so anyway. that fucking degenerate. Too, the doctor's like, hey, what the fuck? You're like. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. You forgot a very important bit where he pulls back his hand and literally says, I'm going all the way in. Oh, yeah, oh my God. That's right, yeah. That's right. Right before he goes deeper, he's like. I'm going all the way And it's it's great too because like not only is that sexually weird for this because it's gills, it's also just like pretty weird. Like if you were just if I was a doctor and I was like, hey, I'm going the whole way in, and then my patient was like, wait, no, don't. No one's put their hands in my gills before. That's pretty weird. And then he's like, How about up to the elbow? (laughs) What if I went deeper? What if I just like use my middle finger and do the come here motion to your lungs? Is that good? What if I tickle your lungs? Come here, you. You just pull back yeah. and there's like a little bit of like sponge underneath your fingernails and you're like, oh, it's not sponge. It's her lungs. Oh, God. So anyway, um, he eventually pulls out after finishing mm-hmm. and um, finishing the examination you purged. Right, right. Um, and he critiques her because he's like, you're using your lungs too much. Why are you staying out of water so much? You know, like, you should be in water for at least more than half the day or some bullshit. And she's like, well, I have to to be able to sing to the people up here so I can get money to pay for who gives a fuck. 
and exactly. sad sob story. Welcome sad sob club. story. So I forgot to mention they're like far away from the bridge at this point because they were like getting privacy so that he could rape her. You know, in they private. were in very tough currents yes. that the merman Correct. had to hold them in. Correct. The mermaid that was piloting the gondola had to constantly swim so they weren't swept away. So, and that's important because some random dipshit of a human yeah, uh, boy. worst mother award. I, I tell you Pretty what. Just, like, they're, yeah. like they're standing on a dock and then all of a sudden the kid has fallen in the water. And I don't understand how he got from not even close to the edge of the dock to all the way to the edge of the dock and falling in. In what seemed to be like thirty seconds, it's yeah. world's worst mother. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. like, yeah, 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 yeah. Falls in. Also, like chilling on the. I'm not saying that people that can't swim can't be near bodies of water. I'm just saying when they're fucking children, <laughs> maybe you should pay a little bit more attention. Whatever. She doesn't even jump in. She's no, like, oh, no. <laughs> My kid is so oh, well. I guess I'll just go home and make a new one. I guess. I <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. This is the world of love, so we have extra punk. Yeah, yeah, I guess. It is. So anyway, kid falls in. Immediately starts drowning. The Lamia. No, sorry. Too too early. Um, the uh, mermaid jumps in to save him, but because she only uses her lungs to breathe, she isn't like properly breathing underwater anymore because she spends too much time out of water. Well, well she saves the kid and then falls back in. Whatever. Say that? I just no, to point it, it just out. doesn't she, really she matter. She does save the kid. Then the doctor's like doing terrible CPR and she's like resting half on the dock and she goes, ah, guess I'm out of energy now and just falls back in the water. For yeah, we got a real reason. Padme situation here. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> she, so she falls, more of it a little bit. she falls back into the water and she starts drowning. Cool. So the doctor jumps in to save her, and he gives her his air from his lungs because she's still using her lungs and not her gills. And by blowing really, really hard into her lungs, her gills start working. Yeah. Which, like, whatever. And then (laughs) the Lamia reaches her tail in. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. This is is worth it. So the, the mermaid comes back, too, and she shouts. She starts shouting at the doctor, who's, like, obviously drowning because he used all of his oxygen to save her. And she, instead of like swimming up, like instead of just like grabbing yeah, him, been, and they're literally they're still floating down, and she's just yelling at his face as he's passing yeah. out. Yeah, wow, you're so <laughs> great. And then the Lamia, I reaches hope so. In. <laughs> the Lamia reaches in and saves both of them with her tail, uh, yeah, which how, questions how far down how they were. Long, how long is her tail? That is exactly what I, I just want to know. that was the first it's question that popped in my mind. Always reach your mouth. <laughs> I have written in my notes literally how long is that Lamia tail? Like that was the biggest question for Monster Girl Doctor I came away with was how long is the Lamia's tail? Because it's gotta be at least a million feet. Oh, easy. Like in order to wrap around entire centaur four times, go up to her mouth and then fucking like (laughs) and then also but be like feet away from her while doing it. Yeah. Yeah, she wasn't even close. She wasn't even close. Like I mean, there's some like I mean, if she was, like, all up on that centaur, it would have been, like, weirder, I guess. So they were like, well, let's just leave her out of the shot, but include her tail. Whatever. The Lemia's tail is as long as it needs to be. Actually, I started noticing there's only one shot that I think I've ever seen where the entire Lemia yeah, is on screen. The, yeah, I thought about that as soon as I saw it. I was like, wait a minute. How many times have I seen the full nurse doctor lady? And it's oh. not even the full one. Like, yeah, you can't and, see a continuous no, you see, connection. Like, you see her, and then she cuts off at the bottom, and then you see her tail at uh, who knows how long away. 
Like you never see the whole picture. Yeah, I think, it's never. Complete. I think I think that's on purpose so that they can make her tail as long or short as they need. I, I also think, think that's on purpose. <laughs> I think it's easier for them to draw, so it's. On uh, yeah, that's that's really. <laughs> no, no, no! It's on purpose. By the way, have you guys noticed? And I love this so much. It's one of my favorite features. The top. It's actually kind of smart. The top of the uh, the characters, if they're like centaurs or something, will be yeah. traditionally animated. But oh, the, and then bottom the bottom is animated. CGI. Oh, oh god! No. And for the record, it kind of. It. It's not great, but like it's kind of smart in some weird fucked up way. Kind of. I think it's mostly very fucking gross. So speaking of things that are gross, um, I don't know if you guys noticed that the singing voice of the mermaid is nothing even close. Oh, no, yeah, no. It's in English, and it's not even close. Yeah, not even. Um, Which, for the record, as someone that used to sing a lot, I knew people that had different sounding singing voices. Nothing like that. It was wildly different. What are you doing? I'm sorry, what? Yeah, those those are the same voice. No, they're not. Get out of here. Anyway, okay, that's but, episode but, two. I don't know. I still don't know why the the song was in English. You know, I I don't get why why anime sometimes have their songs in Japanese and sometimes in English. I I'll never understand. Maybe that. maybe it's like a diversity inclusion for I, Japan. I guess, but it just it always it always throws me for a loop when I hear an English song in a in a in a Japanese show. Like if yeah. I were to hear if I were to hear like a Japanese song in an English show and it wasn't like. Uh, specifically coming from a Japanese woman or there was like, you know, like it was a set in Japan, you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it made sense. There was like, it just feels anachronistic to have an, she, her singing English for no reason. That's what it feels yeah. like to me. It, it always really throws me does. out of the loop. It really does. No, I'm with you. That's totally fair. Um, but, that's episode that was, two. Was, what? That episode. Was, oh yeah, you're right. God, I think that was it. No, you're right. Holy okay. crap. Yeah, yeah that was right. it. That was um, it. There's still one more. I was that's yeah. what I was confused about. I was like, I thought we were done. Oh no, go so ahead. I episode three, now. we he's treating a slime girl and talking about the chemistry of like slime girls and how they need to be like worked on quickly while in a body type looking form. Otherwise they'll like fall apart. Like they can't hold it forever. Yeah. Um which I'm only telling sense. you that. I don't there give was, a shit if it makes sense or not. There was some shit going on there. I don't know what it was. I don't care because I just enjoyed the scene where they're wheeling away her bathtub. And she's like, thank you. And then she just fucking explodes. She just drops. Like, yeah, she, she just, just drops into nothing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, bye-bye. It was something to it was, behold. It was something, yeah. So anyway, um, then there is a dragon lady, the same dragon lady we saw on the bridge. Uh, the dragon lady shows up. It turns out she's a part of like the council of the city. I don't really care about that. What's important is she is accompanied by a flesh golem, the same one we saw before. The flesh golem is missing a um, arm. Right, right arm. A right arm. And uh, every one of these episodes has like a little bit of a prologue that I always forget because I don't give a shit. Um, the prologue in this one is Frankenstein getting into a fight with basically what looks like cultists and then just getting her arm apparently removed and she loses it. And yeah. cool. Um, so anyway. It's something right there. It's a something. It's a whatever. So the flesh golem lady and the dragon duo are fucking annoying, to be honest. Um, I, it was kind of funny at first because the dragon lady like whispers to the point where you can't hear her. And then the flesh golem apparently has supersonic hearing, can hear it, and then translates for her. Whatever. Um, so... It's at this time when the dragon's like, I'm requesting that you, the best doctor in the city other than Dr. Selfie, but Dr. or Cthulhu, whatever, um, 
Dr. Cthulhu wouldn't see us, so you're the second best doctor. Heal my, like, ward, my, you know, my flesh golem lady, my bodyguard. Mm -hmm. And as soon as the flesh golem lady is done saying that, the flesh golem's like, fuck you, I don't trust doctors, you're not allowed to work on me. (laughs) And, um, well, to be fair, the dragon had left by that point. So, like, the dragon leaves, and then she says it. That Um, was something. Well, and, like, she says it because basically Frankenstein made her, so, like, she doesn't trust doctors. I got to write down that point. I want to bring it up at the end of this episode to see if you guys noticed that. Anyway, keep going. Roger. But, um, so that was like cute, I guess. Anyway, um, she runs out of the office and is like, fuck you. I'll find my arm on my own and sew it back on whatever. And then, um, she goes out and she chases a cultist again and gets her ass whooped again. And this time she loses a leg. And it's at that point when some random person passing by on the street notices the leg on the ground. Oh, no, it's doctor... not a random person. It's the princess. Oh, I don't. Yeah, you're right. It is the princess. They yeah. sent our princess. On Whatever. Come on. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, so she freaks out and there's a leg on the ground and the doctor happens to be nearby, finds the leg and starts investigating it quote unquote oh. mm-hmm. and that's when we cut mm-hmm. back to the flesh that's a weird way to say molesting ethan yeah, yeah my, my very bad. strange very strange the the flesh golem you cut back to her and she's like moaning like oh no don't touch me there that is my no-no square ooh, which ooh, is ooh, probably ooh, true she's just raping me I assume uwu is the noise one makes when one is getting raped, because that's the, all the noise they fucking make. I yeah. fucking hate anime. But, um... <laughs> anyway, like, it's funny, because, like, I, I hate having to hear you say that, Jay, because, like, that's like, hey, you're being insensitive about that. Yeah, we are. It's because the medium is wildly insensitive about this shit. <laughs> yeah, like, it's, it, yeah. it's just, like, it is so colossally bad that the yeah. only way that you can, like, even rectify it is by making fun of it at like at at like if you go one step below it is still like horrible what you have to say to make fun of what it is doing like yeah, it, yeah. i i just fucking yeah. hate it <laughs> uh, sorry no it's it's a very good show you should vote for mine again but, um, so anyway so she keeps getting her leg touched by the doctor and you don't see him doing it at first and she basically gets off on it while saying no don't touch me great cool um he yeah, notices quality. that high quality. Um, quality shit right there. Her, she, or the doctor notices that her, like, legs parts, like, all the sewed on parts are actually still very much alive. They're not dead. So she's not a monster. She's many living creatures put together. Oh, yes. And, many and then you, living creatures. Well, you cut back to her, and she looks at her arm and notices, like, that's when they let you see that, like, she's comprised of many souls, and she can hear all of the souls talking to her. <sighs> whatever i mean so it's it's not a terrible like idea but it's in service of nothing yeah Yeah, exactly shoehorned in there it's just there as some desperate attempt to pretend that you're giving this character a character it's like the world building thing we were talking yeah yeah at the end of the day it's it's not you don't clearly the person who wrote this doesn't give a shit yeah. Like there's no no, no Well no here. no they do. I I disagree. I I do think they care. Otherwise they if shit. they ca- if they didn't care then they would have just made the doctor outright a perv. They clearly want him to be favorably looked upon by their audience. Clearly. I don't think that I think that's clear what they want. I don't think it's clear that they understand how disgusting they are. Oh yes, 100%. 
but that doesn't change the fact that they do care. They do care. They just like uh, they not put together much, like a council of a bunch of much, like not yeah, much, but they care. Not enough to have a woman in the room. Yeah. <laughs> no, oh, no, 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 no women, no, no women, sir. You know, I do genuinely want to know, and like this is just an aside, real quick. Like, I, I would love to know the actual like stat line, and maybe it's out there for like how many producers or writers or or, or all of the positions you could be in anime are filled by like male women and be so on and so forth. I like really want to know. You know, like it, it just it's just it just feels like so many anime are made without women in the room at all and yeah. it might not be the case but boy it feels like it <laughs> but anyway back on track i guess um he eventually catches up with her and she explains the doctor was from the far east that put her together and he was like hey if it makes you feel any better that guy wasn't a doctor because i'm looking at these sutures and they are horrible like he clearly shouldn't be considered a doctor which is like a weird tongue-in-cheek like I gotcha moment like fuck yeah. you you're you're like like I like how he invalidates her fear yeah by yeah. saying that she's wrong you know what? I I have a I have an example of this I have horrible fucked up toenails horrible I've lost so many toenails and now as a result they're like thick or they're like rising off the nail bed I have a total phobia of people touching my feet so I when I went to my first uh podiatrist dude did not introduce himself before he walked in grabbed a set of toenail clippers like the big ones like shears and just started hacking away at my toenail and by the end of it he was using like kind of this buffer thing but like i was scared stiff and basically hyperventilating and he ended up hitting my nail bed because he just nicked it i kicked and then i ended up getting that that buffer all over my nail bed so i was Ooh. bleeding everywhere oh, and like at the end of it Full disclosure, I'm bawling my fucking eyes out because it's a phobia and the dude didn't even try to care. And like, yeah. this guy's a doctor. So he comes back in 10 minutes later and he informs me that the thing he did wasn't all that bad because little old ladies go through it all the time. And I was like, so wait, you're saying that I'm better uh, than little old ladies because of what? And you're also saying that like little old ladies are worse because of what? So you're just like undercutting this clear thing that I have no control over. Yep. Because you just want to like invalidate to make yourself feel good, and that's all this doctor does in here is just yes. ignore every patient and do what he sees fit. But then they, the writers are like, "All right, well, I know he's doing that, but also he's lovable, and all the women are going to want to have sex with him." Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, they're what having sex with him while just, he's yeah, doing make that happen. Make that happen. So, anyway, um, he starts putting on the um the arm again and he's like listen if i put this on correctly like you're probably in mental pain based on the way you're looking at me you're in mental pain and um he's like you know if i put this on correctly i think that mental pain will go away because basically he guesses just fucking takes a guess because quote he's from the far east too <laughs> that yeah it's just a total stab he takes a stab at literally you know frankenstein's work and says i bet that you're having mental pain because like the all of these living pieces aren't connected correctly. And then he puts on the arm and she's like, wow, it actually feels amazing. Like this really did help. And then mm -hmm. he starts working on her leg and the sexual flesh golem noises start up again. Um, yeah. And he like gets under her skirt and like works on her more and eventually fixes her leg. And she gets really, really pissed off because again, she was saying no the whole time. 
Um, and then eventually the leg's back on. She doesn't act grateful first. She says, not that she should, just to be clear, she shouldn't. Yeah. But um, she uh, eventually gets through saying, fuck you, I'll never forgive you, to be like, oh, this actually is pretty great that it fits and it feels good. Also still fuck you, though. Um, and then we cut back to the coolest scene of everything so far. Um, he has fairies as like nurse practitioners that help him out around the office, which is fucking stupid. And apparently they love milk and I don't yeah, care. Really stupid. But, but the like thing the that I theme? do love, I love the fact that it cuts to like some night scene when he gets home and the Lamia walks out and she's like, oh, by the way, I'm pregnant. And you look down, and she's like, effectively, whatever snake is for nine months pregnant. <laughs> like we just saw her this morning, <laughs> and I, I don't—I didn't go back to look, so like, fuck me, maybe. But like, I don't remember seeing a pregnant woman running around before. No, yep. so <laughs> don't know what that was, it, bruh. Like, what's yeah. so hard to understand? It popped out of her. Like, you know what? Well, I should be more forgiving. I, I should I be more know, forgiving man. of this. We watch Gibiade, and if I know anything, it's every 24 hours they get that stinger together, and some of them look like snakes. <laughs> I mean, it's just nice. a refresh, you know? Yeah, like man. His pop, stinger man. refilled. So I wanted to, I wanted to take, the, take a minute to, to go in depth of how deplorable the person who writes this is, and it's something I don't typically do because, you know, it's whatever. Yeah, I let you guys do it. Oh, but is, this, is this like the latest news? No, 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 no. I'm not that. I don't care that much about this. I just mean in the in the last episode. Do you notice that when when he starts sewing her arm on, uh, Kuna, that's her name, starts sewing her arm on. She's like, "No, I feel no pain. I feel nothing. I'm just a walking corpse that has terrible visions and memories of, you know, the people <laughs> that make me up. You know, that's all she says, right? And he right, like right, sews right. the whole thing on, nothing. Okay, but then you notice that when he goes down to her leg and starts asking her to hike her skirt up. And uh, and um, the Dave Matthews band starts playing and he starts sewing that like she starts moaning, like Ethan mentioned. Right. But she goes, uh, I don't know why I feel that way down there. My, that's how my that's how my creator oh, made me. No. Yes. Yeah. yes. I missed yeah. that. Uh, did you know? OK, because that. That that shook me to my core. I so don't she's usually... like a necrophilic <laughs> sex doll. I was no, like, I was no, like, exactly, exactly. Was... Like they're they're literally just telling you right now that she has sex organs. Yeah, and that this was considered a feature. Yeah, of the yeah. person who the, put the, it together. The guy was like, "You're gonna feel nothing except for this." Literally, good basically, what they told God. me. I was. I don't usually get shook much. But good Shook Lord was to out the there. core is a like, very good way to put it. I was like, no, 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 wow. no, no. And the fact that she says it, like, you can go back and look. And the third episode is right near the end. That's what she said. She's like, I don't know why I feel that way. That's how my creator made me. After having a two-minute spiel about how she feels nothing. I was yeah. just like, all right, well, I know where you're going with this. And I hate all of it now. What's not clear? <laughs> I, yeah, you know, I, I feel like it, it's worth saying right now, like, just again, if anything we say is, like, particularly horrible about this show and, like, makes us sound insensitive, go watch the show. <laughs> like, and then You'll recognize learn. the fact that, like, You'll this, learn. Is, this is, like, just... I don't, it's not all anime, obviously, but it is common enough that yeah, this is common. a good representation of it. Like Plunderer is worse, and it's like a bad representation. Oh God, I fucking hate having to talk about this. And this, like, I, it's, it's just 
so fucked up. Yeah. Like, like I, it, it, undercutting, like, one of the most sacred, well, not anymore, maybe, but, like, doctors, like, theoretically should always have your back. Yeah. Like, that's that's the fucking point. Like, ah. Uh... Yeah, so that... Boy, that I forgot scene, how much I hated this. That scene got me uh, more than any scene in any of the shows we watched so far at all. That scene, I was like, no, yeah. I don't think that no, show that, ever that's been definitely said. one of the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it's like... As like you, this this wins the award for absolute worst garbage scene I've ever seen in anything. Most deplorable, not entertaining to watch scene. Like it was just, I was like, okay, he's sewing her together, and it'll sew her light together, and we'll get through that. When she said that line, I said, no, I I I cannot. I don't think that that ever needed to be put in anything. And that's where that's where I go. You're right, Ethan. Maybe they sort of wanted to care, but the second they put that scene in, I lost all respect for somebody who could put. Oh that, yeah, yeah. Like, who could put that in an anime and be like, "No, this is get it, guys." No, I don't get that. You sewed a human corpse together and you made like a necrophiliac sex doll, and you thought that was something I needed to hear about or it needed to be shown in any sort of. Music. Well, no, she's not dead. She's alive. Yeah, she's alive now. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I, I'm just waiting. <sighs> like, if this somehow makes it through, oh, which I guess it should because it's mine. Um, <laughs> so if this somehow makes it through, like, how much longer before they like have the like the doctor touch a kid? Yeah, I'm, like, and though it won't be a kid, they'll like make it like it's an That's elf a nine thousand year old vampire. Yeah, or yeah, they, uh, yeah. Yep. Like things, it's gonna happen. Things get weird, man. Well, thanks, now, anime. Now that we've done the weird, let's go and do the actual semi-normal. Uh, JW, give us a synopsis of Rent a Girlfriend. Semi-normal is not the correct way of talking. About that. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Well, compared to Monster Girl, is really what I was using as a reference point. No, sure, sure, sure. I, so <laughs> here's the thing. Here's how this works. Um, you. How, how do I put this? When when you make a, a show, typically in this vein, what you're looking for is um, just like quirky but kind of raunchy comedy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like going into this, what I expected was this guy's lonely. Ha ha ha. He wants to have sex, but he can't because he's alone. Ha ha ha. Definitely not uh, an incel. Isn't he can. pathetic? And then wonky, like lady he ends up coming out with. She's like a sundry. She doesn't, she, she claims not to like him, but she clearly likes him. And they just go like on wacky misadventures because. They can't admit to themselves or others that they like what they like. You know what I mean? Like that, that's we've seen this show before. It oh yeah, all the time. absolutely. Yeah, but this one is sex worker friendly. <laughs> whatever, whatever. I, I mean, you've seen variations of this before. Like, oh, the the class rep who's just so too good for you. Uh, she's she's a real ice queen. Yep. yep. But secretly. She loves the dick, I guess, is where that usually ends up going. And usually it ends up disgusting me, rightfully so. But I think one of the crazy things about this one is very, very unusual amount of character writing that is a very high quality, but for characters that are so utterly disgusting and hateable, well, one character that is so utterly disgusting and hateable that it ends up wrapping around itself to being one of the most horrible things like I've watched. So to paint the picture here, the way this works is the, the premise of the show is that there's this guy 
and you open with the scene of him just sitting alone in his room crying uh, or actually i think it opens with him talking about the fact that he's got a girlfriend and he's really yes crazy. yes yes it does and then i think that's premised as like a kind of flashback or just something in his head because we very quickly get to a scene of him in his room like basically crying yeah because his girlfriend broke up with him so so that's the the scene getting set he doesn't have a girlfriend he he was really happy he had a girlfriend now he doesn't have one so right off the bat nothing inherently really wrong with that because obviously everybody's been at a point where yeah people whatever, have been dumped. They, they, yeah everyone's been dumped everyone's been in a bad relationship it, it yeah. happens it's fine. Where this gets weird is that I believe the next scene is him basically going, I'm going to give up on women forever. Uh, or at least the next part of that scene is that he says he's going to give up on women forever. And I've definitely heard of this phenomena because Japan, like a lot of other Asian countries and plenty of plenty of countries, is having a real problem with young people wanting to have sex. And part of it is that Japan is hyper conservative, especially when it comes to sex and relationships. So they're really hard to get off the ground and people just have an inherent social uh, resistance to the idea of just being sexual in public being in a relationship in public, you know, like doing things like that is considered uncouth and gross or whatever. So the result is that it's really, really hard to get into a relationship because it's really, really hard to figure out whether or not anyone likes you because people literally won't even look you in the eye. And they're so reserved because of social standards that they won't really talk to each other about their own problems. So it's very, very difficult to just get in and get into a real conversation with a member of the opposite sex without it becoming socially awkward. So a lot of guys who are already probably a little socially awkward to begin with might as well chop their dicks off because between the social pressure and the fact that they're already a little dysfunctional in that society, women avoid them like the plague. And because they're socially ostracized, they end up getting buddy-buddy with some of the scummier elements of life. Namely, like, in seldom and stuff like that, where women don't care about you. And that is exactly the fucking speech we get from our main character easily ten minutes into the anime. Not only does he say he's done with women, but that women are evil. They're basically... Well, he doesn't say they're evil, but basically he says that they are the source of his grief right now. And that is the reason he is done with them. And I believe he's just on his phone fucking around and he sees an app for a service where you can rent a girlfriend and he makes some like offhanded mental comment like wow i guess i'm that pathetic now huh that i would literally have to pay for a girlfriend that's the only way i would ever get one and uh i guess he just kind of jerks off and goes to sleep uh, i'm a little fuzzy on the next couple of events but basically none of them are important what happens next is he decides to do it he decides to to rent a girlfriend. Yep. Uh, and he goes on a date with this girl. And the date is wonderful. She's nice. She's pretty. They do all the date things. She's, like, interested in what he talks about. He says things. And, like, this is exactly the kind of thing that I thought I was signing up for. Was that first date. Where it's just quirky. And they're walking around. And they're just like, oh, ha, ha, ha. You're so funny. You like fish. 
at the aquarium. That's so cool. You know so much. Like she's she's being really nice. She's being really uh, bubbly. And then it drops the fucking hammer, which is that at the end of it, she like holds his hand as they walk yeah. away. And he's like, wow, that was that was fucking fantastic. And then he goes to give her her rating because it's like an Uber app or something. Yeah, basically. And he sees all the other comments from people who got who paid for her the same as he did. And he instantly like the 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 fucking incel needle swings <laughs> off of the fucking odometer. <laughs> it breaks the fucking glass and he just flips the fuck out. He's like, how could this girl who I paid yeah. money for also go out on dates with people who also paid money for yeah. her? How he dare she? It's, it's a sham. No <laughs> shit, Sherlock. You <laughs> fucking paid money. Despicable. Yeah, and he says and it he, too. Like, that's my favorite part. Yeah, he says it. He acknowledges that what he's saying is unreasonable, but he does it fucking anyway. He yeah. loses his goddamn <laughs> mind. He gives her a zero or a one star review. A one star, yeah. a one star. And he flips out, goes full fucking incel, and basically, again, tries to blame her for all of his problems. It is disgusting. Yep. So, yeah. that's where we stand on this piece of human trash. The next bit <laughs> is that he decides... I don't know if it's to rent her again or yeah, she... Yeah, he rents her again. Nope. He yeah, he, that's it. Again. That is what it is. He rents yeah. her again specifically for the purpose of yelling at her. <laughs> yep. Yep. That is... The needle has now made a second rotation <laughs> around the shithead <laughs> odometer. You ever see like those those cartoons where it breaks and then it just keeps spinning? That's what his yeah. machine yeah. keeps going. It's like going. when the plane's crashing and you see the altitude spinning out of control. <laughs> the mountain is rapidly approaching. Holy fuck, please die. I hope you get hit by a car. Do you remember oh. what the uh, the original reviewers of the show were saying? They were like Oh, the show's so good. Like, it's sex worker positive. And uh, the worst one probably was everyone was like, man, the M MC just really sucks, though. Yeah, like, that's right. Every, every single review that we went fucking through, bit. somebody was saying, yeah, the show, you know, not too bad, but that MC, God, I hate him. <laughs> uh, Wonder why. Yeah, maybe. I'll never put it together. It's going to remain a mystery to me forever. Oh, my gosh. But anyway, anyway, go on. Okay. I'm so, enjoying this. You know, at least it's not like overtly rape, you know, like my show. No, no, we haven't got there yet. So. <coughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, <coughs> oh, fuck. So what happens after that is that he it gets to the point where he's just boiling with fucking rage over the fact that he's on this date and I guess he, he can't have her or something or it's some incel shit like that. Um. He eventually snaps in the aquarium when he realizes that she looked up a bunch of stuff about fish to try to make the date feel more authentic uh, so that he would feel better. Uh, and he flips out. He just yells at her in the middle of fucking public. Yeah, in the aquarium. And they make a very, like, it's sickening because they make a show of how everyone is looking at him and them. And he's just going off in fucking public at a prostitute. Well, not even a prostitute. Yeah, like not even that. Yeah. He's screaming at his prostitute. Everyone's looking. 
And the only thing that stops him from outwardly saying that she's a prostitute is the fact that she just grabs him and yanks him somewhere else where she then proceeds to scream at him justly. Rightfully so. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) The big dick he thought he had instantly shrivels inside his shell of a fucking body like a turtle. And he is somehow even more hateable and spineless than he was two minutes ago when he was aggressively yelling at a prostitute. This is our fucking hero. I like my fucking favorite, scum. My favorite line that she said though was like, "You hit the confirm. You hit the I agree and the confirm button. Like you knew what this was from the start. Yeah. The hell are you thinking?" What did you think was going to happen? I even She was like, I even tried harder on this one. I learned about fish. I did all this stuff. And you gave me a one star. And she's like, did I do anything wrong? He's like, no, no. He's like, no, oh, why did I get a one star? And then she's like, well, we'll just continue the date and give me a one star later. I don't care. I'll, I'll stick to this date because, you know, I'm a professional. I was like, wow, way to go. Way to show our hero that he's utter trash. Also, real quick, fuck the idea that this is sex worker positive. Like, when (laughs) a shit becomes toxic, you get out. Like, that's the point. That's the reason we have reviews. For her credit, and I need to to say this probably 8 to 15,000 times while we're here. Yeah. That woman's character is amazing. (laughs) I love her. Yep. I love her. I love everything about her. She's fucking great. She, she, t- she, again, because setting the scene, she pulls this guy aside and just rips his fucking dick off. Good. It's in Please. her hand now. Someone <laughs> physically remove this man's dick. He doesn't deserve it. But she rips his fucking dick off, tells him off, and basically caps it off with never fucking speak to me again. That right there, perfect. Mwah. End of the anime, please. He goes home and he jumps out his own window for all I fucking care. Like, literally either change everything about yourself or die. You are scum. So, she tells him off he goes home, like, the dickless wonder he is. And, and, as if, as if to rub more salt in my eyes, he jerks off to a picture of his ex while crying. Isn't that what you want? Like, I, I, thought that, I thought that was, like, good for you. It was good for him. <laughs> How? How? So, so this is, okay, so this is the crossroads right now. I watched this happen, and I went, okay, okay. That is some, uh, that is some seriously disgusting behavior. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I am disgusted. Uh-huh, yeah. I am sad and angry yep. that I saw what I saw. <laughs> Uh-huh. Okay. What, what do I think of what just happened? Now, on the one hand, normally when we see disgusting shit like this, it's because the author clearly has... Uh, the, either the author or the, um, or the audience has something that they're getting from this. And the fact that they're getting what they want from what I'm seeing is what disgusts us. You know what I mean? Like, when he puts the stethoscopes on the, cow, uh, on the cow's tit, that's gross. Because I know that I can imagine the person watching this who's like, oh, yeah, touch your cow tits. And, I, and it's like, okay, yeah, dumb, stupid, gross, please go away, I hate you. I get that. This is not that. I don't believe this is meant to be anyone's fetish. This is not supposed to be 
showing a character that you're supposed to go, yeah, I like that guy. Well, I would this guy is yeah. supposed to be hated. I mean, according to all the He's reviews, so- it's successful. So far. Well, yeah, and exactly. So if if this was what was set out, and I believe that is what it was, this is very successful. So now the question is why? And the answer is that the point of this show undoubtedly is supposed to be that you're watching this kid grow from the piece of shit that he is into the person that he really should be. And I'm fine with that to an extent. Because at the end of the day, um, that's a very interesting story. That is not something I've ever seen before. It is something that I kind of want to see. Because like that specifically is, in this scenario, you mean? Right? Yeah, because okay. clearly that's something that Japan has a pretty particular problem with. We do too, honestly. And again, no, America too, for sure. And I would wonder what exactly motivated this. And, and I'm genuinely interested to see it because I like the other character. I like pretty much all the other characters. And he is a well-written character. He's not likable. But I understand him, and I feel like, you know, I've met that person, and I yeah. hated them, too. <laughs> but but that's, that's very important, because that's hard to do for a character like that. It's, it's easy just to, just to throw some, like, disgusting rapist at the wall and be like, this is the bad guy. But we're supposed to, I think, ultimately sympathize with him. But after a while, it does sort of start to work. I mean, I think we are supposed to sympathize with them. I think it's just like, I don't think they will ever truly pay that off in a no, like in a way don't. that is good. Like, but I I'm, think that if this polls does what it should do, that it it will give us something better. But I'll talk about that in a bit. Um, at this point in the story. He got his dick ripped off. He went home. He jerked off to his ex. He then goes to college the next day because he's a college student. Also, again, two points to Gryffindor. Now, now wait a uh, second. Because he's not a child. Now, wait a second. Yeah. You missed an important part of this, Jake. What did I miss? You're on episode two. Episode right. one, before he goes home and he jerks off, he gets a call from his grandma who's in the hospital. Oh, she, right, right, right. She right, right. ends up going with him because she felt bad because of his grandma being in the hospital. So she just went with him. Uh, because she was going to finish the date. And then he was like, uh, that's my girlfriend. Like immediately ropes her in to a huge lie that is completely selfish of him. And then they have some sort of, es- they, they're running away from his grandma because they find out her grandma's in the hospital. And then both their grandmas see them. And now both their grandmas think they're dating. And at the end of it, she's like, listen, you got to tell them we broke up. It's the best. I never want to see you again. Don't hit confirm. Don't hit continue. Nothing. This is the end of it. Just go home. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah. no. So that was the big payoff right there. So then yeah. he goes he to rips college. His dick off. Yeah. She's like, listen, tell yeah, them. I, bl- I blended those two together. Yeah. So he say, we're done. We're breaking up. Don't ever contact me again. And yeah. then he goes to college. Then he goes to college. Um, and she goes to his college. Complete coincidence. And she uh-huh. does the Superman and, Clark, Clark Kent thing where well, the only thing – all she does is put on Superman glasses Clark and Clark Kent is an insult because it's dumb <laughs> how he thinks that works. This is actually pretty cool because uh, she has a legitimately good disguise. 
And it means that she is just that much more intelligent. And again, like huge respect there. Cool. Yeah, I, I actually was a little confused. I was like, wait, is he having like a flashback to her because he misses her or something? No, like, or is no, this no. just the actual same character? No, nope, that's her. Yeah. And so that she was tries to avoid him with every fiber of her being. Again, good. We're off to a great start here. Yeah. Yep. Um, and basically he freaks out, but he doesn't say anything, which thank God in front of his friends that mostly, mostly for selfish reasons. He clearly doesn't give a shit about her. Right. But that's basically how that happens. Um, she later finds him and yanks him into a closet and basically says, don't even fucking think <laughs> in your stupid incel fucking head that you will dare speak of this to anyone. Because you are going to fucking ruin my goddamn life if you expose this. And I will murder you before that fucking happens. And I'm like, hell yeah, lady. <laughs> Fuck yeah, that's great. I like that. Yep. So, pretty fucking cool. Um, uh, where, where, how does this go? What happens after episode two? That, that's okay, when we get well, reintroduced to the, to the uh, X, right? Uh, so, yeah, but you're missing in the middle. It's all right. You keep forgetting about the grandma. The grandma comes over yeah, for dinner. It's the grandma. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So, okay, this is, this is where, at this point, right, right before the grandma, we have hit what I would call the, the highest point so far in episode one, two, and three, in which I am completely now intrigued by this story. Because I have never seen anything fucking like this in my life. And I am genuinely excited to see where this is going to go. Because he's got his dick ripped off. But she's there. And I'm wondering, literally wondering how this dynamic is going to continue. Because he also sees that his ex goes to his college. That's obviously something he knew. But we, the audience, did not. Right. So, interesting. Um, and I'm like, okay, okay, where's this going? Yeah, then the grandma comes over. Now, you and, realize right before she comes over, you realize that they live next to each other. Because that yeah, was the next yeah, thing that oh happened after college. That, they live right next door. That which hurt. Is, like, fuck which it's a dumb trope, yes. But it's used a lot of things. That hurt. But overall, whatever. Yeah. They, they find out that they're next door to each other. Grandma's coming over. Dickless here decides that he's so distraught with the idea of breaking his grandma's heart because his grandma really liked her. Uh, that he would then go to the person who, again, that day, that afternoon, <laughs> told him that he was the scum of the fucking earth and she never wanted to see or speak to him again. He decides to try to contact this person to get her to help him out of a situation that he caused. Yeah, that he was supposed to fix. In case it's not fucking clear here, he doesn't deserve anything other than a repeated knife wounds to the chest. She rejects him. Good. He goes through what I can only call an attempted home invasion. <laughs> yeah. True, yeah. As he attempts to break into her home to beg her to pretend to be his girlfriend further. At this point... I hope she owns a gun and kills him. Not in Japan, you do. Nope. I don't give a shit. Kill his ass. Kill oh, no, his I, ass yeah. fucking dead. <laughs> Seriously. Someone needs to kill this man. He is... I would... I, if he got shot in that, in that scene, I would <laughs> clap 
Oh, yeah, I mean, same. <laughs> cool. See, I, I know that you're excited to see where this goes, and, I, I mean, finish your thoughts. Yeah, you yeah know, we'll, but... we'll get there. We'll get there, because it's, okay. it's a wild ride to get to what I think is going to actually happen with this show. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So, uh, she, uh, long story short, she denies him, he leaves. He goes into his grandma, and after, I guess, an unknown amount of time of being a dickless wonder, he finally works up the courage to tell his grandma that she broke up with him, which is still a lie. Yeah, but, but whatever. At the very least, deal with the situation. His grandma then goes into a speech of, yeah, I kind of figured she broke up with you. You're a piece of shit. You kind of suck a lot. You suck a lot. And I was, the one part of the reason why I was so ecstatic is because I could never believe for a second that this would happen anyway. <laughs> cool. Makes perfect sense now. Thanks, Graham. The, yep. the woman next door overhears this. And the, this is like, as in Femsy, just to be clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. The, the sex worker. Yeah. She hears this, and she feels sorry for him. And I, I don't do this, but I was practically yelling at my screen. <laughs> Bitch, don't you fucking do it. You let this man drown. He is a lead weight. Stay away from him. But she doesn't listen. They never listen. She, this is the equivalent of the fucking girl at, at Leatherface's mansion going into the basement. You don't do that. <laughs> she goes uh, next door. She pretends to be his girlfriend again. She makes the grandma happy. Again. Again. They leave. She validates his lifestyle. And he does exactly what you would expect him to do, which is he thanks her, but continues to abuse her trust and her help. Yep. They end on a pitiful, he, he ends on a pitiful, like tear jerking, like, Ooh, yeah. Uh, yep. Thank you. There's nobody doesn't, doesn't really apologize for what he did at yeah. all. And just, oh no, not at all. Again, just like acts like a piece of shit. Mm -hmm. But that exact kind of thing that literal abusers do, which is that they prey on the fact that they're pathetic yep. to get you to think that shunning them is wrong. Shunning yeah. them is not wrong. This man is literally abusive. Cut him out of your life. Mm -hmm. I hope he dies. So that's how episode two ends. And, and nope. Just, no, no, Wrong no. again. There Wrong is another, again. There's another thing that disgusts me at the end of episode <laughs> two, which is they do a very, very tropey Sundaray send-off, which is that he tries, I guess, to shake her hand, and she just kicks him in the face. No, and he, like, he dives to, like, hug her. Oh, yeah, yeah, something. something. He does something. Yeah, she does that super good. stupid anime thing where they kick you in the face, and normally they use as an opportunity to give a panty shot. Yep, and it's definitely I was gonna fucking punch my screen if that fucking. Well, happened. okay, they didn't give you a panty shot, but no, they no, didn't no, give but him like that, a panty shot. Exactly. So like, okay, it's it's halfway. It's halfway because like one, you don't do that, Japan. She is not an object of his sexual desire. We are not supposed to find her sexy. This woman is being abused and assaulted by this man. Wait, hold on, but I thought that was like the point. I mean, it, that's, Japan. that's what fucking scares me. Yeah. So this is this Should. is where we get to what I where I call like we, I was at the high point when she was ripping his dick off. 
Yeah. And we're we're starting to go down because what's mm-hmm. what seriously scares me is that they don't understand that this character is hateable. I can't fathom how that would be possible. Other than they wanted to portray this character accurately and they wanted this to be dramatic. So they made him awful so that you would have people to root for. You know what I mean? Could be. So what scares me here is the idea that they they don't understand that this character is hateable and they don't understand that that woman is 100% in the right to cut him out. And what I'm genuinely afraid of is that the purpose of this show is that they end up together. And oh, that yeah. Oh, yeah. scares yeah. the shit out of me. Yeah, I mean, that's what's coming. Yeah. Like, I, I want to get through the synopsis just because I'm, I'm fucking yeah. so done with that part of the show. It's All your right, favorite fine. part. So I'll, 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 wrap up, I'll wrap up episode two for you because you forgot how he mistreats her at the end of episode two. Is oh, his God. friends invite him to go out for oh, a drink. Oh, She happens yeah. to be there. And he's like, uh, of course yeah, she's he coming. We were going to go out anyway. By, so by, having, by pretending that she's his girlfriend yeah. in public. Which is like, mm, that's so shitty. They go, I want to so talk about this part the because this is another interesting, because this is where they really get introduced okay. to the ex. They go to this party. It's a bunch of his friends. Yeah, they're all okay. basically just there drinking because that's what Japanese people do in their free time. Uh, um, the, the, the ex is there. Oh, shenanigans. Oh, isn't this awkward? The fake real, the fake new girlfriend is up with the ex. The ex is go- is the ex gonna be jealous? How's the ex gonna react? They spend the first half of the night ignoring each other. Makes sense. That's makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, I mean that one actually you know, like, fair. makes a yeah. That's probably what I do. I just leave. But like barring that, yeah, right there, they ignore each other. Then randomly, I guess the ex has drank too much, gets a little fucking drunk comes over and starts talking to the new girlfriend. But you don't see how the conversation starts because main character went to the bathroom to get a fucking boner and be a pathetic piece of shit. Gee willikers, Batman. I sure am glad I'm following this character. Uh, anyway, he comes... Cause that, well, none of that's really important because we've seen that scene like eight times. He comes back sure. and the ex and the, and the, and the lady are talking. And she basically says, oh, sit down. I didn't know she was so cute and so cool. And it's not clear that they were talking about anything really important at all. And that she might just be making up that line, but whatever. She then proceeds to publicly fucking embarrass the main character. Very much on purpose. She she starts talking about how he's a literal, like, horndog piece of shit. And that she was constantly afraid that he was just going to keep trying to fuck her. And like, yes. I mean, given given what true. we know about the that's character, that's probably one hundred percent true, and one hundred percent deserved. But that is not the tone you get from that because it's very clear that she's only doing it because she's jealous and she wants to scare that girl off, which somehow makes her somewhere in the realm of equally shitty of a person as the main character because that is super shitty. Of someone to do. If you meet like someone's new significant other and literally the first words out of your fucking mouth is to just badmouth and degrade and humiliate the guy you used to date in public, holy shit, fuck you. Like you were straight up abusive. So 
So now I mean, we've got it's, two it's abusers. Bad. So we got two abusers. Yeah, here. right, right. And she that that character owns that shit too. And it's very intentional intentionally supposed to be depicted that she is like fucking psycho. Because, I mean, they are making her the bad. Oh guy. yeah, like oh, on, yeah. they're doing it very when, much. On when she does this, like literally, like the light goes out of her eyes, and they make a point of showing it. And she speaks more in like a monotone voice when she when she's like all dark, and that's supposed to be like who she is deep down that she's just a manipulative psychopath. It's like holy fuck, that's dark. So she is legitimately evil as a human being and an absolute piece of shit. And they're framing and, they're fra- and that's because... intentional. And she is well yes. written that way. Because she's not just doing something so how would I put this? Like what what would a character normally do if you wanted to hate them in an anime? They they just like walk up to you in the middle of the studio and go, Ha ha, you suck. I I'm so much better than you, puts pinky to mouth. Ha 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 ha. I'm born of this class of people and you are beneath me. That's normally how they pull that shit. And it's embarrassingly trite and on the nose. This is not that. This is really dark, and this is really sinister, and this is what those people actually act like and how they actually manipulate people, and it's scary to see, depicted so accurately. So now we come to another turning point, which is, uh, now where the fuck is this going? Because the sex worker then proceeds to defend the main character, but not really so much as she just calls her out for being a piece of shit and leaves because that's what you should do. She just fucking stands up and goes, uh, I don't like you bad mouthing this guy. You don't fucking do that to people you used to have relationships with. Uh, you're kind of a piece of shit. I'm out. And she leaves and everyone else is like, Whoa, that was fucking dramatic. Instead of, uh, why is mommy Chan, which, which is her name? Why is mommy Chan a fucking psycho? But whatever. Somehow everyone's too stupid to see that shit. Too blinded by her tits, I guess. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Again, I mean, I think perfectly you're, accurate. You're you're giving this like this show a mile wide of like not forgiveness, but like because no, this is this it, takes real skill to write, legitimate skill to write. We have seen people try to write shit like this before, and they do not give it this level of depth. Because these these characters are legitimately scaring me, because they're they're kind of like that. They're well written and they're written to be bad, with the exception of the pure and noble and wonderful. I guess that's what this is what people would call their waifu, uh, fucking sex worker lady, whose name I don't remember with how much I care about her. Isone Isohanoie. No, 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 not her she's, fucking she's slave real... name. Her real name. What? You know, her last uh, name? No, her real name. That, that okay. she, or whatever, is fake. Ichinose. Ichinose is her real Ichinose. name. Yeah, it's, well, Chizuru, it's Chizuru sure? Ichinose rather than uh, Chizuru War. Are you sure? Whatever else. Yeah, I'm looking at Because that right wouldn't now. be a very good disguise if your real yeah, name is at school. Yeah. Chizuru Mizuhara. Oh, and then Chizuru okay, Ichinose. okay, okay. So yes. she keeps one half of the name, but the one that she gives people is the one that's fake. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. So it's exactly. So it's, yeah. so she tells people she's Ichinose rather than right, Mizuhara, right, right. and nobody you, would think twice. Yeah, you know, same, yeah, common last name. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 
I now understand what you meant when you said Good slave enough. name. I was like, since when are last names slave names? Oh, and then the I was like, oh, her fake name. Her yeah, last never name is the mind. fake yeah. one that she's giving. Her first name is the one that is right. But she, yeah, whatever. No, I'm with you. So, We're good. cool. So I'm scared. Shitless. Uh, and the, the <laughs> sex worker leaves. And the guy doesn't, like, go to do anything. He just sits there like the dickless, spineless, incel scum he is. And he takes it. Which is a wonderful piece of character writing. Because it... It reinforces the two most important themes of both of these characters, which is that he is a piece of shit. And he is a fucking idiot. She is a manipulative psychopath. And from those like couple lines and that interaction, you now understand everything about what their relationship was like. Because she just fucking tore him down in public for nothing other than her own satisfaction and her own manipulative, like, intent and he just fucking took it and agreed with yeah it, it's the only reason why i have trouble with this is because it's justifying his insight i don't think it's just well there, there's two ways that you could do this and one way doesn't justify it but we don't know which one it is yet and and again i'll like get to that as soon as i'm done with the fucking synopsis which is going to take forever. But anyway, do you want me to? You know what? Do you want me to quit? Fuck the synopsis. We'll talk about that. That, <laughs> that is really what is there is to talk about. I I think it's okay. I'll quick wrap up the third. Basically, it's just a beach episode. So he thinks he's going to get it on with his ex girlfriend, but it turns out they don't. So they go to the beach, and then she's at the beach as her real self. She has to play to be his boyfriend because otherwise things will get out of control. And now she's stuck in his stupid lie that he won't fix. And at the end of it, he and his ex jump off a cliff she and kisses she kisses him, him and that's the end of which is very important. That's but all anyway, you need to know. Yes. Yeah. Talk about there you go. That's the episode. But yes, up, let's get into is, the actual discussion. What, what does this world think about these characters? So, like I said before, one of the things that makes these things disgusting is the idea that the world takes on the ideas and beliefs and impressions of the writer and the writer puts those ideas and beliefs into the world because that is what the people reading want out of it. So with monster girl doctor, you're told that he's a doctor, but they don't really give a shit about the fact that he's a doctor. They give a shit about the fact that that is an excuse for him to inappropriately touch women with no recompense. So that's what you see. And that is what the world accepts as normal. As a result, when I watch it, I go, ew, disgusting. You have intentionally manipulated the world that you told me was real so that you could get what you wanted out of it, and I think that's disgusting. You didn't do justice to your own world or your own characters specifically because of some monster girl fetish you or the readers happen to have. So, foo on you, you suck. This is not, doesn't appear to be that. Because it doesn't seem like we're supposed to look at this main character and go, oh yeah, he's just being manipulated by that woman. That's why he's so against women. Because never once does anyone or the world ever miss a chance to beat on that man. And boy, does he fucking deserve it. And I think that is a very accurate depiction of people who abuse and get abused, which is that it's not always so clear that like, so like the, the, the ex-girlfriend is a manipulative psycho. I wouldn't be surprised if somewhere down the line we get a little backstory as to why she's such a fucking psychopath. 
And there's two ways that you can do that. You can do it the, like, one-piece way, which is, my mom left me when I was 12, and my dad beat me every night with a belt, <laughs> with spikes he drove into it himself. Every day I lived in that torment. Uh -huh. So the only way I could have ever survived was by learning to manipulate people. Yeah, that's a bullshit justification for being a shit human being. And that's the kind of shit that you tell about Goku when he, you know, ignores his son and is a terrible human being. That's the kind of throwaway, like, <laughs> bullshit you put in when someone is a bad guy, and but you want to make him a good guy. So you, you do a flashback about how, well, they, they were wronged too. That's why they're so bad. No, fuck you. He's responsible for his own goddamn choices. And you haven't really explained anything about why he is the way he is. You just said he's sad sometimes. I don't give a fuck. Somebody killed his wife. Ah, uh, go fucking cry about it. I don't care. Somebody kills your wife. It doesn't make it doesn't make you okay to be Hitler. I don't care. So and that's the kind of backstory we got for our main character, which is basically that part of the reason it seems like he is the way he is is because his ex is a, literally a manipulative psychopath. That is an excuse as to why he is the way he is. But the world does not frame it as a valid excuse. It doesn't use it as an apology, and it doesn't make it an excuse as to why you should like him. And that is why I find it interesting. Right. Because that is the very subtle but important difference between a show that is like a character study of these of these characters and how they interact and something that's just trying to tell you that Japanese incels aren't such bad people. I, Where I'm legitimately scared is that I don't necessarily know that that is the case because the evidence in the opposite direction comes in the way that the uh, Ichihone character keeps coming back to him and his abusive ways. And she is acting as like the reserve, the reverse pretty woman who's going to reform him into a better person. Yeah. Right. And that's fucking scary as shit because it takes his agency away from him as a manipulative tool of making him not a bad person. He is a bad person. He has chosen to do all the things that he has done and he deserves to be punished for those things. I can understand there being a character who is there to try to help him and that that can make for an interesting story. However, I am genuinely worried that the only purpose Ichihane has here is Ichinose here. Ichinose. Her only existence is to act as an inevitable, uh, what do you call it, like redemption for him. Yeah, and for sure. I, I mean, that's the thing that, like, that I, unless I mean, they yeah, do but... some very, very drastic things, which I don't think are impossible. I think you're. I mean, listen. I don't disagree implicitly with that argument. I just have zero faith it's ever going to get there. Like, what? What is more likely that you're going to get that like actually good redemption arc? that subverts your idea of like what the normal incel narrative will be about or just the incel narrative. Yeah. yeah. So like, I mean, I mean, it's like easy in my opinion, like 95 to 5%. With, with the three episodes like, we got, I don't know. I don't know which one it is because right now it's just getting spicier and getting spicier is fine. 
because that's how you are going to drive this dynamic forward. However, yeah. if the spiciness is just for spiciness's sake, oh no, oh no, oh no, no, yeah. no, no, no. I mean, they're just making her into a better and better waifu. Yes, like that's. But that I don't. I mean, this is very... a legitimately good person. I have no problem with someone, obviously, because I do too, liking that woman. She is wholeheartedly deserving of any praise, and that's fine to have a character that is legitimately good especially when you're using them as a tool to flesh out and interact with other characters who are not universally good. I think, I'm not I think it, against yeah, you. Another, I think another key to this argument, I think, in the favor of this might be good, is the friends. The friends are equally complicated people. On the one hand, you got, like, when you were first introduced to them, they appeared to just be the standard, like, raunchy boyfriends. Yeah. Oh, these are my guy friends. We yeah. talk about mm-hmm. sex because we're guys. And they're like, yeah. oh, you can't get a girlfriend, idiot. You, you're a sexless virgin. Ha <laughs> ha, virgin's gonna virgin. How many times did you jerk off yesterday, virgin? Like, okay, fine. The dialogue is well written, to be fair, because they are actually legitimately funny sometimes. But as a character, that could be very shallow. And not that it's necessarily, like, not all your characters gotta be fucking Hamlet. But fine that that was maybe some points in the other direction however in the bar scene you got some very interesting input from them because they all watched what the ex-girlfriend did and some of them said wow that was kind of shitty and ooh, what's wrong with her and they had their own very very quick but very well written internal like discussion amongst themselves about what just happened and what they think about it And that's very important because clearly they are going to be instrumental in the fight that continues from now as everybody goes to war to take down who is the fucking manipulative bitch and who's the liar and who's real and who's not. Because that's how that shit goes. Yeah. They are the judge, jury, and executioner of their social lives because they are the friends that they want to keep. Main character and ex-girlfriend are going to go to war over those friends, not for each other. And the reason that she is pretending to kiss him at the end of episode three is inevitably so she can use that to manipulate him to do what she wants, either because she wants to keep him around because she's his lackey or he's her her lackey, or because she wants to sell that to the friends to have them alienate him further. Which is fucking dark, but potentially what's coming here. Meanwhile, the, the sex worker has to insert herself into the situation to try to rectify a clear wrong and psycho bitch without exposing the fact that the only reason she's there in the first place is that she's a sex worker. That right there is a very interesting sounding story and one that I want to see more of and one that is far deeper than anything I've seen written-wise in a long-ass fucking time. Those are some deep themes, some deep characters, some great executions, and some serious, like, tension. It's well-directed, too. Like, the scene of the bar itself is a well-directed scene, visually. So, I want to give it a chance, especially since (laughs) Monster Girl Doctor is a piece of fucking flaming trash. Because I'm interested to see whether or not this ends up the way I hope it does. 
or if it just takes a left turn down, we don't give a shit anymore, and everything just kind of everything just kind of goes generic. You know what I mean? So I know what you mean. I know. I I know. I, there's really no reason to have confidence in this, and it's really just it's really just a gamble on whether or not this is lightning in a bottle by by coincidence or if these people really actually know what they're doing. Okay, here here's what I'll say. I'll I think you've done an exceptionally good cross section on the themes and literal things that occur within the anime. But I'm not convinced I and I'm convinced of your argument about a show that does these things. Mm-hmm. But I'm not convinced about it on this show. No, and that's in part because it is anime. Fair. And I know you're not convinced either. Like I, I'm not saying that you are. It, the only way like, I, I, would I understand have you're putting that in your own this mouth. is if I was watching it on fucking HBO. Right. Okay. See, that's that's kind of where I was going. Like, what you've done here is basically given me a cross section of like an HBO show or something of that oh, quality. Yeah, sure. Like the thing you're describing is interesting because it has the awareness to subvert the things that are so in my opinion so obviously going to happen like the the list of any media i mean american japanese like it i'm sure there's fucking scores of it where the woman shows up to help the like the man that gave up on x i mean that's just like it's infinite there's so much of that and in this case it just so happens to be that it's about him being an incel and it also just so happens to be that he has an excuse to be an incel. But again, like that happens a lot in media. Now, granted, the thing you've described, I, I, I won't take this from you. It could be very, very good. It's just like it would need to be done so, so perfectly. And like, I don't I just don't think it's going to be this show. And, and I don't I'm not saying. I, I'm saying all your arguments, all the setup that you made for the, the show idea is good. I just haven't seen those like, you know how like when you're like looking for a hook at the beginning of a show to like think if you're going to be interested or like, you know, little there's like little tells like good dialogue is like a, a little tell or, you know, like good shots or, you know, a tell of, you know, you're you're becoming alert that what you're watching, excuse me, what you're watching might not be trash. Right. Right. So sometimes you can get like hooked in. I haven't gotten those hooks. Like to me, the thing again, the thing you described does technically fit this show, and the dialogue is better than other shows, and the characters are better than other shows. But I wouldn't say the characters are like. I mean, what you're describing here is sort of like if I had to watch, uh, uh, like maybe what was that? Go on. Uh, like I was Go gonna on. say, it's not perfect, but like a Christopher Nolan movie, right? Where like clearly that man at least puts thought into his movies beyond just here's the plot show. Right. Like like he does care about shots. He cares about, you know, a, a lot of that very small nitty gritty that frankly I probably miss. So like that's the kind of caliber thing you're describing right now. And I just haven't got any of the signs to believe that this is going to do it. Okay. I think you both bring up a lot of good points. Um, but now, uh, it's time yeah, for I the guess. end, I guess. Um, very, very, uh, this is, this has been an interesting, you guys are right. Interesting was the word. I didn't, I didn't start that way. Uh, I didn't think there was anything interesting to talk <laughs> about here. I mean, 
Well, I, I agreed with Jay from the beginning. I thought that these shows of all of them had a, had a strange dichotomy going on, but, um, well, I mean, I think Jay kind of sold me on his there. He doesn't really need to wrap up. But Ethan, I, do your best to give me a, a two-second summary of why you think Monster Girl Doctor should go on. And then if you like watching a shitty hentai, like, you know, like a, a doujin, like a shitty doujin, and now it's, like, actually animated, where a quintessential man convinces the woman that she's not actually upset about being raped, and she's actually going to get into it as time goes on, uh, but at the exact same time, the MC of that doujin is like a sociopath and thinking that he is doing what is right, then this is the anime for you. Like, I mean, this is it, for everything that season two was for not giving us just rape anime after rape anime. Boy, we've had a lot of them in this one. So add this to the fucking pile. Yeah. Oh, and that's why you should watch it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, here, you know what? Oh, if you oh, want to understand the reason why we are being so cavalier about the idea of, like, anime rape, this is it. Watch this anime. <laughs> like, it explains Watch, how anime feels back, about, like, the idea of consent. It explains the reason, like, how anime in general feels about, like, like female worth in general. Um you know, it explains the uh, the messiah idea of just any MC that walks into the room, how no matter what anyone else says, he will be right, and how that affects the women or non-male people in the room with him. Uh, those are all great reasons to watch Monster Girl Doctor. Okay, great. All right, well, now I think uh, it's time to vote, and what an interesting vote it'll be. Um, uh, Ethan, I guess I'll listen to you first. Give me your take. Tell me what you think should move on. and give uh, me So I'll work. say Rent-A-Girlfriend just for a slightly different reason than I was saying before, which is even if even if what he was doing was actually consensual, like let's just pretend that the anime involved him getting consent from his patients and they became uncomfortable, but they were still accepting of his procedures. Then all this anime would bring to the table is just some MC that is supposed to be a plucky, nice guy that is yeah. trying to focus, like the anime tries to put focus on like his uh, practices and like how he's going to become amazing eventually. And like, he's kind of down to earth, kind of like he doesn't have ideas of being the best doctor ever. He just wants to be a doctor that cares about monster girl. Um, so like, it, it's just kind of boring. Like, it, it doesn't lewd like a, a, just a hentai, a straight-up hentai would. Um, and it doesn't lewd, right. like, even some really shitty anime. Yeah, it's not, like yeah, an like an etchy one, yeah. yeah. So, like, the looting is not good. The looting is also non-consensual, which is fucking bonus points, because anime. Um, and then on top of it, like, they are trying to get us to be attached to these characters, like, almost as if it was a part-time job. Um, I don't think it's very good. I guarantee there will be people out there that crave this idea of a show with or without the consensual parts um, because it is giving them more deep care. There will be deeper characters while still giving them semi etch. I'm sure there will be people that like it for that. Right. Um, I think it is uh, boring because it is being a centrist essentially. Yeah. Um, whereas rent a girlfriend, mm -hmm. 
I definitely won't go as deep as Jay. I'm also not taking it from Jay. I think his arguments were really good. Um, and I'm ready to be wrong. Like, very, very ready to be wrong. If we get what Jay just laid out, I will, like, put Rent-A-Girlfriend in some of the best fucking anime I've ever seen. Like, yeah. because okay. if it can deliver on the idea, like, if it is so self-aware that it understands that there is a current incel problem and that it is not the job of literally a sex worker to fix it, but everyone needs help sometimes to get through rough patches from abusive, uh, abusive, you know, lovers. If it can somehow navigate all those waters, yep, I will fucking eat my words easily. Uh, and as soon as it does that, it will be off the show because it won't be shit. Yeah, true, very true. Up until that point, it was okay. just like fine in my eyes. It was just another incel... Um, another incel show uh, that involved a man needing a woman to fix his life as the man routinely fucks it up more and more and more. So, you know, the viewers can go home and shout about waifus and then also feel good about themselves because they think it's a good representation of sex workers, which it isn't. And I don't even know that much about sex workers. So, you know what? If someone wants to correct me, fine. But to me, this is nowhere even close to a good representation. No, I don't think it's necessarily okay. trying to be. But yeah, no. All right, Jay, I'll let you go next. Monster Girl go. Doctor! No, I, I'm definitely going to have to go. <laughs> the greatest of all time. Monster Girl Doctor. <laughs> you, 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 there's 30 of those. Just fucking watch any one of them. It's, there's mm -hmm. 30 of them. You will, I have never. And it's not the best. It's not, Hell no. it's not the best. No, 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 no. But anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. It yeah, did yeah, one ahead. thing mildly different than some of them. <laughs> like. Yeah, that's uh, about it. So, right, this Rent-A-Girlfriend is very unique, and it needs to be paid attention to. I'm sure there are a bunch of people who already know where this is going to go, because we've only watched three episodes, and that's not the only ones that exist. But, yeah, this thing is either going to become pr the most hated thing I've ever seen, or one of the best things I've ever seen. And what else could this show possibly be for, if not that? Yeah, you know what? I should have mentioned that. I think that this show is going to get significantly worse. And I will fucking hate and it. And I don't think like, that's necessarily not a chance. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. So that's 2-4. Um... Yeah, I'm going rent a girlfriend, and here's my reasoning. Uh, it, what I just said before was that it is not the best at being a monster girl type show. So if it's not the best at being that kind of bad, then it's not. It doesn't have it. it, it the pacing of this show lets me know exactly what I'm going to get out of the next nine episodes, and it's not going to go anywhere in either direction. Like Eden's right, it's very centrist. Like it's very down the center, and it's. Just has a pervy doctor and all that, but that scene, that scene at the end with with the zombie laid me made me realize that this show isn't isn't anywhere near like the perviness of Plunderer in like that kind of like funny bad way, that kind of like crappy bad way. And yeah, still rapey, still don't agree with that. But there were at least parts of it that were like, okay, well, you know, you're trying to be funny. This is just straight up trying to be like total trash, but in the opposite way that I think this, this podcast stands for. So I'm going to choose Rent a Girlfriend too. It doesn't really matter because you guys uh, uh, two to, two to zeroed me. 
but we'll give it a clean sweep because I think Rent a Girlfriend, if it goes really good, then Ethan's right. It'll be off this podcast next week. Um, in the, but it only has three episodes to see which way it goes. But if it gets even worse, maybe it stays on just for that reason. And so I think because it's it's teetering on the edge and it's it's telling a good story while doing that, but also at the same time, like if this goes downhill, it's going to go downhill real fast. And if it goes uphill, it's going to be off the show. Yeah. I'm excited to see yeah. what happens with it there. So I'm going to give it to Rent a Girlfriend. All right. Well, that brings us to the end of episode four, and it brings us to the end of our, uh, I guess, our first four rounds. Uh, we did it, which uh, which means next week we have the return. Peter oh my God! Fucking grill. I can't Peter wait for Mister Lovecraft's choice to just, and better. Just put its foot in the grill skull. Well, Peter Grill is taking on Rent a Girlfriend wait, next what? week. So, Rent a Girlfriend, you have you have a back to back. Yeah, because it's it's the winner of week one versus oh. winner of week four. So. I mean, Zerena Girlfriend's going back Could to you... back and fighting Peter Grill. So we know we know we're getting out of Peter Grill. Zerena Girlfriend, you have three episodes to show us what you are. Three more episodes. And if you continue to teeter on the edge and Peter Grill does what Peter Grill does best, man, it's a like fight. it's like so we'll abusing <laughs> abusing sex workers versus just a rape. A constant <laughs> rape. Just but like like yeah, like um anti anti uh the subverted your expectations rape. Yeah, great. raping the guy. But it's like a it's a neoliberal rape. Rape. I don't know. You know, like they're like, look, you know, we just need some like women up in here doing this instead. It's better now because it's women. All right. Well, Monster Doctor is not moving on, which means none of us get any points as there was no bovine vasectomy. There was no uh where's yours, Ethan? Oh, Medusa cornea oh, replacement. Shit. And there was no removing oh. something from a. Wait, you're girl, close. Which I knew, I knew I, something's gonna come out. I knew Wait, I was but you lose that. Yeah, something's one. coming out of that snake girl. Yeah, I know. I knew, I knew I was gonna lose that one the second I found out that the snake girl was the main character. I was like, she's not I gonna have anything removed. You're insane. What do you mean you're losing it? You're like actively the closest one. Yeah, I'm the closest, but I'm not uh, counting. I... They didn't remove anything from her in the three episodes. So I mean, if. If at the end of it, we we somebody has watched all of it, and we can figure out if she's pregnant or something else, then fine. But right now, I award myself zero points because it did not all right. happen. So nobody gets any points for that. Now, uh, best rent-a-girl. That's all we had for rent-a-girl. Uh, I was uh, wrong. Still not yet to be decided. Don't know if anybody you else. Which one was your one? And that's the psycho. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, and you picked the lolly. Wait, did I pick the black you shirt won. ribbon? I think did I did, win yeah. this one? <laughs> Well, who's the Wally? Yes. No, we have not. Oh, God. No, forbid. we have not. I didn't even want to pick her. Oh, I like how you guys added in again. Lolly, because it's my thing. You delete it once and it yeah, comes back. Did. I didn't add that. I didn't oh, that was me the whole time. It's not my fault. Yeah, hold on. Rent. I'm just going to make sure. I'm gonna I do like how. What... Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. I win. I Gosh darn, that's two points for me, so, baby. So, Jamie was pretty close on. um. Or at least semi-close to the bovine vasectomy, because the very first yeah. monster we saw was a, a bovine that was expected. Yeah, it was a bovine. That was, that was yeah, pretty funny. He was, was he, pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a, I feel a little ripped off with my Medusa cornea replacement. Oh, wait, no. You know what? Wait a second. No, you know what? Nobody won this. Because we didn't pick we didn't. the main Wait, we character. Didn't? Who's the other one? You're right. No, no, no. No, no, no. I, it was the, the girl on the left. We haven't met the lolly, and we haven't oh, met no. my choice. But clearly the winner is the MC. Nobody picked her, and she absolutely turned out to be the best. 
So way to go. Way to go for giving nobody any points. I yeah, Chizuru Ishinose, congratulations. You're one of the best well-written female characters so far, and hopefully you don't... I hope that this show gets really good and it gets booted off, not because I want Peter Girl to move on, but because I want you to be good. Have our winners uh, we'll all lost happens, at this point? Because I had picked Millionaire Detective, JW picked Misfit, and Misfit uh, didn't move. <laughs> And then Super Hexeros, right? I picked Super yeah. Hexeros. Yeah, I lost to Mr. Loves. Lose? I can't actually remember. We, we picked Mr. Whoa. Loves? Okay, then yeah, we all, we're all out of the race after all right. the first four rounds. So with four That's left, incredible. Mike, what's going to... Well, wait a second. No, no, no. Oh, no. Uh, JW's Dark Horse. Oh, yeah, the Dark Horse. Yeah. Because it was seed number What's eight. Mine? Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you're Peter Grill. Mine is Gibiate. Gibiate is a strong contender. And no rape so far. Um... <laughs> Uh, my dark horse is monster. Yeah, you're gone, there. I'm out on that too. I also picked boringest millionaire detective. I'm out on that one as well. I'm losing points. Uh, Pervious Peter Grill. I think it's uh, still in the running. Uh, it's definitely pervier than Monster Girl Doctor, and it has like the only pseudo nudes. Wait, hold on. What about Super Peter Hexos, Grill? So. Is actually pervy though. Well, I I didn't mean like as in like you meant lewd. I just meant that it was yeah because it's probably I the just most pervy is the word rapey. It's well, yeah, I don't know. They're Monster really fighting for it. <laughs> ah. Oh my god, but Millionaire Detective that really a lot of people chose Millionaire Detective to do something, and it just it blew us all away. I actually, I, I still haven't watched any more of that. Yeah, no, I gonna, called it for a win. Uh, before we come back to it, all right, I'm gonna I'm highlighting all of our winners real quick before we sign off, just so I remember. I forgot Mr. Love's Queen Choice one, but now I, I do, in fact, remember you guys. All right. Oh, so we went we went right down. So eight, seven, six, and five. All of the top seeds are gone. <laughs> yep. All of the top seeds and the only lost. We were well, we are bad at this. Wait, hey, for the record, I was <laughs> well, no, we were we were we were we were in the reverse. I had said really that Gibbeotta needed to be higher, and I also said Mr. Love Queen's choice needed uh, to be higher too. Yeah. Thank you very much. No one, no one, no one cares what you say. Yeah, all right. Well, that, those are my points. I'll count them and never let anyone know that I'm counting enough. them. <laughs> that's incredible wow that has never happened before and uh, the, like the one seed has always made it and done well and now the one seed is out the two seed is out the three seed is out the four seed is out we will have eight verse five and, and we also had two six. that were like basically and, kicked out because they were too good yeah millionaire detective was well and yeah and misfit of demon king academy was was better but no millionaire detective was yeah oh yeah, heads yeah. And, heads detective and is much better than demon king demon king was else. like a fun laugh yeah. Yeah, but at least, yeah, at the very least, it was it was trying harder than the others, and actually trying. <laughs> you harder. could have the cash or the um, cash register. All right, we sell chocolate. <laughs> this isn't even sweet. <laughs> that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, I, I know it's seventy five percent cacao. That's what that's what we're known uh, for. Hmm. <laughs> all right. So if you if you, if you don't remember. <laughs> If people out there don't remember what we do, we're now going to watch episodes four, five, and six of Peter Grill and Rent-A-Girlfriend, and we'll come back next week. And then the following week will be Mr. Love's Queen Choice versus Gibiade. And then in the final round, we will finish off whoever the finalists are, finish off their first season, and then come back to declare champion. That's just a quick rundown of what happens. Uh, but in the meantime, I hope you enjoyed listening. We enjoyed recording this. A heck of a lot of fun. Uh, this has been a wacky season so far. Yeah. So we'll see what comes up next. Uh, until then, we'll see you guys next week.
Keep up! Remember? 